1: i Wesley Gray, and I'm broadcasting live from New York City on Sunday, April 15th, 2012, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And I'm grateful to be of service to this venue. I must share that I really give thanks to the One Most High, my ancestors, my guardians, my siblings, other family members and friends and especially my mother-in-law and my wife. I am a interfaith minister, a Reiki practitioner, shaman and a marathon runner and also an internet entrepreneur. And I uh, I must share with you that I sell African drums from my website. Uh the website URL is www.drumsofchange.com and I do encourage all of you who are listening and to uh uh consider this site my website as a source for obtaining drums uh from Africa from the motherland that are uh of high uh craftsmanship and um and also reasonably priced if i may add. uh and and we i'm just so excited about uh this being the the going into the second year of my site being up and functioning as a portal for purchasing drums. Uh, One of the reasons why I encourage everyone to purchase a drum is that it is my belief, and as you will note on the front page of my website, I talk about, I give uh, my mission statement, and part of that statement is that I feel that especially those of us of African descent should have a drum within a household with a designated drummer. And uh, especially if we have children in the home we need to make that uh, one of the first things that we purchase for them in terms of uh, for entertainment as well as for education. Because around the drum there can be a, a conversation about Africa, about uh, the history of Africa, about our culture, about our, uh, our heritage. Uh, we can talk about the various spiritual modalities which emanated from Africa so then indeed we can have a more holistic approach to our spiritual development, and also the orientation as we serve and worship the Most High. So uh, I would just like to share that information with you. And, of course, later on in the show and other shows to follow, we will uh, expound upon uh, the importance of having the drum within the home. Uh, so on our last show, uh we talked about and reviewed the book titled "Spiritual Warrior," authored by Swami, the late uh, uh, and uh, very provocative and um, highly aware and spiritually elevated wisdom of Swami Krishnapad. I must take a moment also to just welcome uh, and in, my my wife, my lovely wife. How are you?
0: I'm great. How are you this evening? I'm doing great.
1: I'm really uh, excited about this evening's show.
0: So am I. And
1: I'm also excited about the prospects of uh, of you sharing with us uh, some of the things that you and, well, that we've been talking about over the weekend.
0: Well, we've been talking about so many things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we'll be doing a lot of yeah. sharing.
1: Yes, exactly. You had, had a great show this morning.
0: Oh, thank you. Yes. Well, you were part of it. You mm-hmm. know, I like that last question that you had posed to our guest, but... <laughs> You know, anyway, I'll start talking about the show and I'll go off track.
1: Well, feel free, though. What was that last question? Uh, I'm sure the the listening audience might be interested, and later on, if we have time, we can expand upon it.
0: Well, it was so important because the point you brought out and which our guest, James Goy Jr., um, we, we were all on one accord with the fact that when you're making... Changes in your life sometimes you have to, without blame, as he says, mm-hmm. disengage yourself from people that might have um negative energy right because that can sort your progress so that that was just really great that we were able to bring that mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. yeah, that's
1: interesting uh, that you would bring that up, and as everything is we know is in divine order, uh there are no accidents uh just revelations that uh, have already been uh uh prevalent and and in, in line with the divine most high's uh plan so indeed this this evening show dealing with the importance of food and uh what we eat and how it influences our uh uh our physical mental and most of all spiritual state of being and uh i'm just so excited about that because of the fact that many of us uh recognize the importance of a healthy, uh, I don't like to use the word diet. I like to express, express it as a livid. <laughs> <laughs> I like
0: that. You like that? Yeah, diet. yeah,
1: you know, that we should have a a perception of that food and some cultures, especially those within the indigenous community, uh, thoroughly respect the importance of eating the right things. Because in some parts of the world, food is not in in such abundance as it is here in our uh, part of the world, in Absolutely. the Western community. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago we were looking at an article of uh, what a family in some communities eats in one week. Yeah, uh, And many of us here in, in our communities here in the, in the Western hemisphere, uh, what we have as one individual for one meal, uh, some families have, they share our one meal with four other people in terms of the equipments. Yes. And so they're very selective of the, the food that they choose to eat so they can, it can sustain their body. And then, of course, we won't go into the area of water. You know, in some areas like our friend, our brother, um, uh, Maladome Some. Right. And his family, how they have to travel sometimes a half an hour to an hour or more just to get water. In Burkina Faso. And Burkina Faso. And uh just to hear him tell us his his uh, stories face to face and with the energy and the emotion, uh sometimes it brought tears in my eyes as in terms of how much we take for granted. I don't know how well off we can be. Even those of us who are getting receiving public assistance supposedly in need of, uh, of food and supplement and so forth, don't recognize that uh, the equivalent of a family who's on public assistant or community assistant in other parts of the world may not have food for, for days, if not more than a week or so.
0: Exactly.
1: So we have a lot to be thankful for. Of course, equality has to be obtained relative to the environment in which we live in and, and, uh, and most of all equality in terms of justice but i won't go into that area for this show I, I don't want to digress i just like to uh... briefly state the uh... the overview of uh... of uh, swami uh, krishnapat um, and swami krishnapat is a spiritual teacher uh... he was a spiritual teacher because he's now in the on the other side he transitioned uh... about uh... 2005 uh... but he was an author, a Princeton graduate, and director of the Institute of Applied Spiritual Technology in Washington, D.C. And he was a specialist in human relations and conflict resolution. Uh, and he had served as an international consultant to diplomats, uh, both here in the United States and also uh, in uh, countries around the world. Uh, various heads of state and the German public, heads of states being uh, Nelson Mandela from Muhammad Ali to uh, uh, people who live here and served here in our local uh, state or here in New York City, the United States. I'm sorry, New York City, yes, USA. And uh, he was a powerful speaker and an inspiring role model uh, as he toured the the world, offering his message of love, service, and community consciousness to people of all nationalities, races, and creeds and from all walks of life. Uh, Spiritual Warrior is uh, a, a book that has been in my library for a number of years. And uh, my wife and I, uh, I introduced it to her some while, a few years ago, and we took it off the, the bookshelf thinking that indeed that the time was right for us to delve into the the rich and, and relevant information that is contained within uh, uh the book titled Spiritual Warrior. Um there are other books we have Spiritual Warrior 1 and also there's Spiritual Warrior 2. And uh I'm just going to delve right right into the 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 uh the essence of the topic of food and how it uh, is so important in nourishing us uh, both body, mind and spirit. And he says that uh, most people don't, do not remember what happens during their dream state. And we say that one useful technique to help you retain your dream experiences is to be still when you're awake. Uh, but once you move your body, you integrate back into the physical dimension and you lose contact with the, the, the uh, subtle realm. And when you awaken before getting out of bed, immediately reflect upon your experiences of the night before. And if you wait even five minutes, uh, you will forget and some people keep a journal by the bed to record uh, what they have dreamt. Now, he states that the food that we eat and when we eat uh, has an effect on our dreams. And, of course, uh, most a lot of us know that our dreams have an effect on our wake state. So he says that it's important for you to, uh, to remember that when the body tells you to sleep or rest, it does so because it needs time to rejuvenate itself. So with that in mind, we are, we recognize, he states, that uh, you have to get proper rest, which will help all aspects of resistance. And our eating habits have a significant impact on our lives, too. He says that if you eat healthy before going to bed, your body has, Oh, should I say, if you, eat heavily before going to bed, your body has to work harder to digest the food. It does not get the rest it needs, and thus you are more likely to experience negative dreams. He states states that we should try to eat no longer, or stress no later than three hours before laying down. And if you want to maximize the nourishing benefits of sleep, you should try to go to bed before 10 p.m. He says the most important hours to nourish the body through sleep or between 10 and 12 at night. Some of you who sleep a lot and still feel tired should try altering the hours, the hours of sleep. And if you want to sleep fewer hours and still get quality sleep, then sleeping in between 10 and 12 at night is best. He states that we should consider your state of mind, your consciousness, before going to sleep. This is extremely important. He states that we should also make a commitment to spend at least 15 minutes spiritualizing your consciousness before going to bed. Read something spiritual, listen to spiritual discourse or music, or engage in discussion on a spiritual topic. Push aside the chaos and the confusion that were a part of your, your day and focus on spiritual reality. And in this way, you will prepare yourself for the next six to eight hours of sleep. And if you allow yourself to focus spiritually, you will provide less of an opportunity for negative elements to enter your dreams. And you can then most benefit from your sleeping state. So you mentioned, um, uh, my wife, that the show this morning we were talking about um, association. And some of us who, and I'm not going to get into the fact that both of you both of us are vegetarians. Uh, I've been one for going on 20 plus, 23 years or so. You now going on six. Mm-hmm. And um, there's six full time. Six full time without any deviation. Right. That, uh, yes, everyone cannot be a vegetarian. You know, it can, it can be a task. But uh, we can always, should I say, um, uh, tweak uh, and and work on altering uh, our diet, uh, the the type of food that we eat. If you must eat meat, let it be not uh, pork, let it be not meat with a lot of fat. Uh, Let it be preferably fish, and if it is fish, let it be freshwater fish. Like salmon. Like salmon, yes, Uh, because you have the omega-3s and and other types of oils and nutrients and uh, uh enzymes and so forth that and they're it, not
0: scavengers. And they're, they're not feeding themselves right.
1: They're not scavengers harmful. And and but most of all, uh I know that simon can can be uh eaten, you know, can be consumed in a very fresh state. Yeah. Uh so that it's not uh, uh a, a what do you call it, uh a a a a, a carcass, you know, it's not dead meat. Right. So, but aside from that, the best food to eat, is, of course, is fresh, fresh vegetables and fruits, and and whole grain, and and uh, nothing that is white. I, I have posted in Facebook this afternoon the fact that there was a video on sugar, and how sugar is such a detriment to our overall uh, well-being.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and so many people are addicted to sugar. So uh, I, I'm just so excited about the fact that. That this knowledge is now becoming prevalent through this medium of the, of networking uh, vehicles uh, such as Facebook, and we have MySpace, and of course uh,
0: the Twitter, and and Twitter. Twitter.
1: Yes. So the the person who was featured in the video was stating how sugar acts acts like a a drug, uh, very much like heroin and cocaine, and that sugar releases the endorphins that are in your brain, which causes you to have this good feeling. And and thus, when we eat more and more of sugar, and even its substitutes, and that includes honey and, and other types of things that we feel are very safe, yes. but they have a certain amount of sugar content in them. And then, of course, they've taken away sugar sometimes, and they have now uh, fructose and corn syrup mm-hmm. as a substitute. And he states that, the body begins to develop a tolerance for these additives, uh, which are basically uh, derivatives of sugar. And as we consume this, uh, we want to eat more and more to get the same feeling, which is the high, which is the calming effect and so forth. And um, thus, as we eat more, we gain weight. And as we gain weight, then we have other problems. We have, right. We have the high blood pressure, we have the uh diabetes, uh you know, just a a, a whole host of of uh of things that, that happen to us. And to say nothing of the least of our mental uh state of mind. It causes mood swings, anxiety and uh, angry, uh being in a state of anger, low self esteem, just on and on. So the, the aspect of having a healthy, uh, healthy uh, diet or live it so that your body can be a healthy reservoir for uh, food that is uplifting and of a higher taste and thus also allowing you to be able to grow spiritually and be in tune with the most high on the level that uh, the most high desires you to be. And that is to be in a state of as much egoless, egolessness, to, be in a, to eliminate that ego so that it gives room for your heart to open up with the essence of love and compassion. Uh, I, I, I wanted to, to have uh, Queen Mother share with us this information about something she found about earlier this week about uh, oregano. Could you share oh, with us? Oil of oregano, oregano,
0: oregano, yes. Oil of yeah. oregano. It's such a immune system booster. Mm-hmm. But the main thing that attracted it to me, and I'll tell you where I found it, where I found out about it, because um, it's important to have as many resources. Um, at, at least here in New York City. Mm-hmm. There's a. I know it's a nationwide show, but I don't know what channel or what time other places, okay? But here in New York City, um, in the mornings during the week, I listen to a, I watch, actually, a program on television called Know the Cause.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And the host of the program, Doug Kaufman,
1: uh, yes.
0: purports that fungus, is the cause of just about all the all of the diseases and ill health mm-hmm. conditions in our bodies. But he had a guest this week. I don't remember the guest's name. I'm sorry. But he had a guest on the show this week who was talking about overcoming allergies, especially, you know, obviously during this time of year mm-hmm. when the pollen count can be very high. And he said to purchase... Oil of oregano. And as you know, I was suffering from the hay fever and that type of thing, you know, for many years. And uh, I said, you know, let me try this because I'm all for natural cures. Last year, as you remember, I basically just suffered through it because I didn't want to take anything. Mm -hmm. But this year when I heard about it, I know the cause, I said, you know, let me go and uh, purchase it. It's a liquid. And he said, the way you administer it is... um, 10 drops under the tongue. Right. And I, I haven't, well, you know, I'm not one for using the full dosage of anything, even mm-hmm. if it's a natural cure, mm-hmm. until I see the way that it reacts with my body. So I just tried two or three drops, and it really works. <laughs> it zapped up the sneezing, took away the itchy eyes, and this was after the first use. So basically the information that I got it was real, and it worked for me. Now, will it work for everybody? I don't know, but the program that I listened to where I got this information is a very very reputable program, which has been on for years, and the author has written several books, and, you know, so I was able to trust that. So I guess, you know, to just wrap it all up and make a long story short, um, when we use, natural remedies, it's important to, A, not only do your research, but, B, consider the source. Mm -hmm. I was willing to try that because it was a reputable source. Right. And then with my own research, I was able to just put the information together. I know that oregano itself, you know, I cook with it. I know it's good for you Mm -hmm. as well as tasty in your food. Right. So, you know, just logically administering the oil. Did not seem like anything Detrimental to me I figured the most that would happen Would be maybe it wouldn't work mm-hmm. But I knew that it wouldn't be anything harmful Because we cook with oregano right. So it's just when we're talking about health And we're talking about these herbal remedies And natural cures and these, A lot of it can be common sense as well mm-hmm. A lot of it is common sense But I am You know I am now an advocate of Oil of oregano And um, if you research it on your own You'll see that You'll see there's so many cures and so many things that it's good for. You can apply it topically, topically if you have mm-hmm. aches and pains and swelling mm-hmm. and bruises mm-hmm. and things like, like that. Arthritis. It's an antibacterial. If you go camping or cut yourself or you know those type of things, you can administer it. Mm-hmm you know just just follow the directions because you know I could spend the whole show time talking about it so I'm just really going to cut this short but Absolutely. oil of oregano Absolutely. it works well
1: thank you for sharing that yeah thank, thank you so you much for sharing
0: that me. yeah
1: I, i'm happy that i remembered that uh, that we were talking about that earlier, Yeah. and you, you were so excited and i didn't want to i would, would have been remiss to not have shared that on the show and i want to thank everyone who's in the chat room i want to thank all of you who uh, have called in and of course if you'd like to speak with us uh, press the number one button uh, if you have any comments and questions or just some thoughts that you'd like to share. And of course, that applies to those of you in the chat room. I thank you so much uh, for sharing your Sunday evening with us. Uh, so that was, yeah, that's interesting, that oil, of isn't oregano. It yeah. yeah, very interesting. Uh, I, I,
0: and, it, and it assists in helping the body rid itself of cancer.
1: Oh, ah, isn't that something?
0: It works right. to help lower your blood sugar. You, you just. Everyone, you just have to, you know, take charge of your life, everybody. Yes. Take charge of your life. Google these things. Research these things. Absolutely. Get a naturopathic doctor.
1: And I must uh, preface, not preface, but I must say that uh, I am not a uh, doctor or a medical physician or uh, any title that alludes to me being a professional uh, health expert. And my wife is not either. Uh, So anything that we share with you on the show, we suggest that you consult your doctor or whoever it is that um, gives you medical advice uh, from a professional level. We advise you to do that. Uh, However, we will share with you those things that we have found to be uh, applicable uh, and and uh, worthy for, for us to use. Uh, To assist us in healing And maintaining our uh, health So I just Mm -hmm. have to share that with you
0: And I'd like to add that Anything that I um, recommend Or suggest, I don't really recommend Because I'm not a doctor, but anything that I share Any health information that I share You can feel comfortable In knowing that I personally Either use it right now Or I've used it in the past Otherwise I wouldn't tell you about it
1: Absolutely, absolutely Uh, I myself I uh, happen to be a, a marathon runner and I've ran uh, fourteen New York marathons and I'm always talking about the importance of drinking eight glasses of water. And my wife talks about that as well. And, and half
0: your body weight. It's easier half yeah, half, half your body, body weight. weight. Okay. You daily and water. Absolutely.
1: And uh, we have to hydrate the body. In ounces.
0: Ounces. We I mean, want to clarify that. Okay,
1: ounces. Ounces. right. 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 Okay. So, uh, yes, it, it behooves us to really uh, be in tune with what our body needs. And water is one of the first essential things that we need. And we tend to think that because we're drinking uh, other liquids, uh, such as coffee and tea and soda and, and just a host of other things that are in a liquid form, that that will uh, suffice for the amount of liquid that we need in our body. But we need actually, actually pure water. H2O uh, to hydrate our bodies every day so that uh, the body, we can assist the body in maintaining its health and also healing itself when it's in need of a healing uh, experience. So, again, uh, one should drink. My wife and I have been doing research for the last year or so, and there are various schools of thought of using sea salt with uh, your water. Uh, I think a pinch of sea salt every glass that you drink, and that supposedly has a way of uh, maintaining your body's proper pH, so that it, those of us know there's a school of thought that maintains that uh, if your body is in its proper pH balance that that allows the body to get rid of any toxins and to maintain its health uh, along with eating certain uh, having a certain food uh, input so uh, indeed. If you're drinking certain things, uh, such as soda and uh, uh, other fluids, caffeine, uh, anything that has caffeine in it, uh, that can uh, take your body into a, uh, an unhealthy pH balance, and uh, uh, thus that can be a precursor to ill illness. So the water piece is something that we're going to be sharing with you at every show uh, that we have on Sundays. Indeed, the title of uh, the program is Grassroots Holistic Health. And I encourage everyone to do their own research, and when they come on the show or listen to the show, if, you know, to share your knowledge, because this is really a community effort. You know, um, we all, I believe, in the in the, adage, uh, the adage of each one, reach one, teach one. So uh, uh, my wife shared something with me earlier this evening uh, dealing with Herbal safety guidelines, and it states that before using an herb you are unfamiliar with, to find out its medicinal properties, research it thoroughly, and consult with an appropriately qualified practitioner or expert. And if you're taking prescription drugs, to have a medical uh, or you have a medical condition, check with uh, a an appropriate uh, qualified practitioner. Google the information. Just, you know, do your due diligence because, uh, you know, medication, whether it be uh, pharmaceutical or herbal, have shown overwhelming evidence that they work. Um, however, the herbs, of course, uh, have showed evidence that they work. And just because a small amount works well does not mean that more is better. And as individuals, we all have difficult uh, constitu- different uh, constitutions, sensitivities, allergic reactions and possible health conditions. Uh, and the following are many guidelines they include herbs offered on our websites and, and the list does not help with the administrating but this is a website which is called uh, www.healthy-health.com. So I, I recommend that website to, to you. My wife was very excited about coming upon the location. It talks about uh, supplements uh, that may interact with prescription and over-the-counter medicines. The question says, should I check with my doctor or health care provider before using a supplement? Uh, Some supplements can have unwanted effects during surgery, not to be used during pregnancy or if you're nursing, and not for persons with a history of kidney stones, liver disorders, and renal dysfunction and other types of inflammations and then uh, a host of other areas that are covered. So this is something that I think we should always have readily available as a reference uh, to those of us who want to maximize the health of our body. So I'm going to take a short break, and when I come back, I will continue reading excerpts from uh, Swami Krishnapada's spiritual Presence and I'm just, uh, I just give thanks to the Most High for giving me the inspiration to uh, cover this topic of uh, the importance of proper uh, food consumption and also rest. Uh, being here in, in the Western Hemisphere, we're uh, very much uh, drawn into the superfluous, the having more than needed, uh, the having this sense of entitlement and And just really getting carried away with uh the uh the whole mode of of how we uh live from day to day, so it's books like this the spiritual warrior by Krishna, uh, uh by Swami Krishna that really brings us back into uh a a proper perspective in terms of how we should conduct our life uh on the physical plane, most importantly starting with what we eat. He says that much research has been conducted on psychic phenomena and continues to this day. Uh, the former Soviet Union was has invested millions of dollars in their best institutions for training psychics and how uh, things are done uh, from an experimental point of view. And America, too, has invested much time, money, and manpower in the military using uh, psychic energy. And great amounts of money and, and the most sophisticated technology are being used in the area of espionage, and if intelligence specialists really want to discover something, they have the ability to do so. And practically any electrical appliance in your home can be used to gather information about you. He states that in the world today, there is an increasing polarization between those who are focused on manipulation and exploitation and those focused on spiritual growth and inner development. We are in the midst of war, not a physical war, but a war for the control of our minds. And this subtle warfare is is much more serious than any external war of physical confrontation. This mental war is far more intense and insidious. The world is at its worst, and best right now. It is its worst state because everything is in disarray. And there is little little politically that is stabilized economically or sociologically, and the government's ability to control is crumbling. And there is an impending economic crisis, and political underhandedness is at an all-time high. It is a, a a a person, or should I say a period, of great unrest and danger. And many countries have stockpiles of chemical and nuclear weapons, and like frightened children, their nervousness and fear can manifest in widespread, widespread destruction. And this is the best of times because it is a period in which to excess our spiritual growth, and make great progress if we desire. Everything is available at this juncture to allow us to become fully dependent on the Lord. So he talks about, um, and let me just stop there for a minute and reflect on that, what I just read, that um, if we desire, everything is available at this juncture to allow us to become fully dependent upon the Lord that's an interesting piece there, because there's so many of us who are going through the experience of recognizing, especially those of us of African descent, that there is alternative ways of developing a spiritual relationship with the Most High, and my wife has shared some things with me, and not until I met her, that I knew about but didn't delve in that much in certain, certain areas of spiritual uh, awareness and spiritual development. And, of course, she said that about me uh, as well. And I think that is the basis in terms of how we should perhaps develop uh, partnerships and, and, and become uh, as one as man and woman, as husband and wife, in, in a committed relationship, that we delve within the areas of spiritual awareness and spiritual uh, uh, modality of life that is not uh, universally practiced here within the Western Hemisphere, that we go back to our African roots, that we recognize that the fact that is very real in terms of having a relationship with the Most High via our ancestors, that we use various modes of ritual that have worked for thousands of years. And, of course, uh, the, even the offerings of food Uh, to uh, uh, the deities, to the Lord, uh, for purification, uh, to uh, offer uh, and give thanks, Uh, not just to say grace before consumption of food. We know that in certain religious areas, certain religious communities, that if you do eat meat, it has to be halal, it has to be kosher. One doesn't just randomly go to a local chain, food chain, and purchase meat and just eat it without any level of consciousness of where that meat came from, that it was an existing, it was a, a living being, an animal, albeit, but a soul. So those are the things that we have to understand. it's so important to do our research, to avail ourselves to certain books such as Spiritual Warrior, so that we know that our present state of mind is not by happenstance. You know, As I stated earlier in the book, in the chapter I was reading, or the paragraphs that I was reading uh, before I got off the tangent of the sort with the, with the, book, with the thought I'm sharing with you now, that uh, there are certain elements within the society that know that if we have a certain lifestyle, namely I'm talking about the type of food that we eat, the way we eat it, the state of mind that we're in, when we eat it, that they're able to exercise a certain amount of subtle, if not subtle, overt control of how we live our lives. So we must remain cognizant and and be prudent about how and what we eat. And when we eat it also, as he was stating earlier when I started to show, that uh, there are certain times of the day, if not the evening, where we should eat and allow that food to digest, so that when we go into the dream state, when we fall asleep, that our dreams are healthy dreams, that our dreams are able to give us revelations. Yes, my wife was just touching upon earlier this week about the uh, alpha, beta, and theta state, which was very profound. And we're talking about the the superconsciousness, the the consciousness. The, the 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 subconscious, all of those are different words and different uh, uh, wordings that mean the same thing on various levels, and of course uh, I have a, I, I'm not sure, but hopefully I can touch upon it before the end of the show. But Swami Krishnananda talks about the addiction of uh, looking at uh, television and listening to the news on the radio, uh, the types of music, uh, maybe that's area that I'll cover right now, uh, which I think really could have a very profound uh, effect in terms of how we understand our um, uh, psychic uh, defense, the need for psychic defense based on what we consume. Uh, He states that the more you identify with your mind, the more you can become susceptible to mind intrusion. And although you have been conditioned to see a mind as you, your mind is actually not you. You are the user of the mind in the same way that you are the user of your shoes, your coat, and your sweater, or whatever you happen to wear. You are the person who makes use of your mind. Whatever you use is not you. It is actually the soul that uses the intellect, the mind, and the body. The mind is constantly engaged in accepting and rejecting stimuli in its environment. Your environment, particularly your immediate environment, largely determines what your mind grabs and holds on to. And in most cases, the mind is your worst enemy because your mind has been conditioned to tell you that you should go after whatever your senses desire. Your mind has been conditioned to tell you that As long as you are identifying with the basic functions of eating, sleeping, mating, and defending, then there is nothing else to worry about. That that you, that the mind tells you to be, is not the real you. There is a greater you, a greater potential within yourself, within the soul. So how do you handle the mind? He states that a powerful technique is to treat your mind as another person who is speaking to you. And when your mind starts telling you things that are unhealthy or untrue, when your mind starts giving you grief, when your mind starts causing fear, when your mind starts arousing anxiety, don't accept these thoughts. You can better reject them if you have already realized that there is a distinction between the mind and you. Always remember that because you are separate from the mind, you can evaluate what the mind is dictating to you. And this practice will help you when you are the target of mind intrusion and are not easily responsible, and and are not really responsible for the mental energy that is being imposed upon you. You will act with wisdom because you will be able to recognize what is occurring, And as long as you identify with the mind, you immediately act upon what the mind dictates. The mind will control you instead of the opposite. It will cause needless needless complications. You must constantly evaluate what is going in and coming out of the mind. Someone who is thinking of you is entering into your mind, your mental space, and in most cases, people are not thinking loving thoughts about each other. If you are spiritually advanced, and have enviable qualities, you are particularly at risk. All kinds of people thinking envious thoughts can make you a target of lust and exploitation. It is as if they are feeding on you. You really have no idea of all the thoughts, the energy, or the life forms that you are carrying around with you. Your consciousness will determine which concerns will be the dominant ones that you hold on to and accept and most of your reality is based on how you codify things. Don't accept your thoughts as if they were the truth. Otherwise, the mind is going to enslave you. So that brings me to think about those of us, that's interesting, because on the weekends from Friday to Sunday, many of us are consuming uh, intoxicants, alcohol and drugs, eating foods that we shouldn't be eating, um, making ourselves very susceptible to thoughts, just inner thoughts, which may not be healthy, and, of course, to uh, being impinged upon by others who are thinking envious thoughts or thoughts that are not healthy. So it says a lot that uh, rather than one day being used uh, as a time for worship, whether that be Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and to have a connection and relationship with the Most High, one must condition oneself that you have the relationship of your highest self every day or during the day or during your awakened state so that you can be, as Krishna Pad, as uh, Swami uh, Krishna Pad states, be able to be a witness. And I've read that before. I was sharing that with my wife some years ago, uh, reading a book by uh, Wayne Dyer and uh, Dyer the book titled, you See It When You Believe It. We talked yeah. about that a lot, right? Yes. Yeah. And he talks about being a witness of yourself. And he even goes beyond it. He says, witness yourself witnessing yourself. And it's something like what we do when we hear someone talking or we're in the company of another person or many other people. We sit back and we tend to analyze. We tend to observe what we're seeing and what we're hearing. Um, but we also know that at times we're able to do that with ourselves. We have that inner voice within ourselves. And if you're not intoxicated, if you're not in a state of uh, ego, uh, you know, in terms of having your ego inflated or being in a state of ego uh, presence, but being in a state of spiritual presence, that you're able to observe your inner thoughts and monitor those thoughts understanding that the way that if you have negative thoughts coming within your, 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 your consciousness, that by prayer and meditation and affirmation that you decide that those negative thoughts, that you're not going to fight them, but you're going to, to uh, make an invocation that they cease being part of your emotional consciousness and spiritual consciousness. And those negative thoughts eventually, as we know, will leave. But uh, it's so important that we practice that as much as possible. And another thing we were talking about this morning on your show and was uh, the fact that with James, we were talking about people, places, and things, that thoughts create things, and to not uh, be around people who have a habit of uh, exuding negative thoughts. Because we nurture our spirit, not just our body in terms of what we eat, but also what we digest uh, emotionally and mentally, that can affect us. So there's a lot to say in terms of what we eat, what we consume, you know, on the physical level, on the mental level, and the spiritual level. Uh, I believe in the concept of unconditional love, but I also believe in the concept that we should take care of ourselves before we can take care of others. We should love ourselves as much as possible before we're able to love another. And part of that love, the self-love, involves us treating ourselves as lovingly as possible. And first and foremost is being mindful of how we feed ourselves, number one, the body in terms of proper nutrition. So uh, uh, my wife and I are also very excited about this time of the year, spring, uh, and she brought that to the marriage. of Me being very much aware of the various periods of the year, the the equinox. What what are they called, honey? Well, we we uh,
0: came out of the spring equinox. Right. And uh, we're approaching the summer solstice.
1: Yeah. Yes. So in the spring equinox, we get into a mode of, of cleansing and preparation, and of course, uh, going into those various periods. It behooves us to do the research in those areas so that we know that indeed as the as Mother Earth goes through uh, her reaction to what's happening uh, within our universe, that uh, indeed that we are affected uh, as human beings on this earth, as spiritual beings on this earth, and we should try to be in tune as much as possible. Uh, okay, so we have about... Uh, about nine minutes remaining. Again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in this evening. And I want to encourage that you uh, share with those in your circle about our show. Uh, I must also share with you the fact that uh, Queen Mother has her show every morning, uh, every Sunday morning, and at 9 o'clock. And uh, you can go to her web- website, which is www. Spiritchange.com. And of course, on Block Talk Radio, uh, what is the title of your show? New
0: Spirit, talk
1: radio. New Spirit Talk Radio. But if they
0: search Queen Mother Spirit Change, though, the show
1: will come up. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, next Sunday's show is an exciting show. You're, you have a guest that you're inviting again who's been on once before. Well,
0: William Stokes is returning to us. He is. A very prolific um, professor. He's going to be speaking on the new world order. Ah, I'm looking forward to that.
1: That's the new world order. Yes, but not in the uh, in the content of uh, the context that people normally uh, not in the least. <laughs> when we hear new world order, we usually think of uh, this year 2012, things transitioning and so forth, and uh, other secret societies. No, it's not going to be about that.
0: No, I, I really tune in. To find tune out. in
1: Sunday morning, next Sunday morning, uh, to find out what uh, Brother William Stokes will be talking about. Uh, and I must say that on the following shows, uh, we have the opportunity to explore explore uh, perceptions and values from a holistic platform, and uh, as we discussed today, uh, this evening rather, uh, the book authored by Swami Krishna Part, The Spiritual Warrior, uh, in future shows we will be discussing books by uh, Dr. Amos Wilson, The Falsification of African Consciousness, Dr. Joy DeGray, DeGray, uh, The Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome, America's Legacy of Enduring Injury and Healing, by uh, Dr. Wade Nobles, and uh, The the Development of a Theoretical Model by uh, Dr. Naim Akbar, and lastly, The Psychology of Slavery by Dr. Jeffrey Gardere, and Post-Traumatic Slave Disorder. Uh, I invite you to become a fan on Facebook by keying in to Barbara Wesley Gray, and also I encourage that you join um, One Billion Drummers for Global Peace. Uh, the site has been up now for about going on a year, and I'm very excited about this coming uh, summer that we're going to become uh, more proactive and encouraging the One Billion Drummers for Global Peace to really. Uh, Spread the word those of you who are already members and those of you who will become members. Um, One of the things that I do also uh, pray for, and 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 I'm looking forward to uh, uh, the next, uh, the re-election of President Obama. Uh, Our prayers have continually been sent out to him and his family, uh, his lovely wife, Nicole, and uh, I mean Michelle, rather, and their two lovely daughters. Um, we we encourage that those of you who are able to to go out and vote, and uh, regardless of what party you may be a member of, but to encourage uh, your family members and friends and your circle uh, to definitely to go out and vote. Uh, I specifically and uh, very I'm leaning, of course, uh, towards uh, uh, my brother, our brother, uh, uh, Barack Obama. Uh, My wife also offers free introductory metaphysical workshops here in the New York area. And if you're interested in learning uh, more about her divination and candle work and meditation uh, 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 workshops, uh, she can be uh, accessed, all that information, on her website, uh, spiritchange.com. And uh, she also conducts a free support group for those diagnosed with type 1 and type 2 diabetes. Uh, she uh, has recovered from diabetes and going on, uh, I think, third year now, uh, and she has uh, incorporated a holistic and spiritual approach towards the healing from diabetes and other uh, illnesses that are derived from one who becomes impacted by that particular illness. Uh, the support group is built on a Holistic and Spiritual Principles, and uh, she distributes a holistic remedy for diabetes, which she personally uses herself, and it is available for purchase in person uh, in the New York City area or online at the website, thenewdiabetessolution.com. So you can contact her for more detailed information, and she will be more than happy to share that with you. Again um I'm looking forward to continuing next week reading from uh uh the book titled Spiritual Warrior by Swami Krishnapath and I must also state that those of you who uh are just tuning in or have not uh heard me mention this before but uh I choose to uh to feature books such as Spiritual Warrior uh because I, I found the book to be very informative, books like this to be very informative and inspirational, and also I, I have the, the the gratitude of sharing this with the listening audience. Uh, those of us uh, who, in various communities, do not have access to books uh, because of lack of a bookstore or a library, those who are confined to their beds, those who cannot read, uh, those who are, who are blind, just a host of reasons why it's advantageous for uh, them to tune in to this show. And of course, there are those of us who uh, have uh, the intent of sharing the books uh, that I feature in, in the various book clubs, and and also to add, uh, make it in addition to their private library. Uh, I'm just pleased to be able to uh, use this. Venue as a source of that So I, I just want to thank you again For tuning in And this uh, Of this energy So I close By um, Again thanking the Most High uh, We give this evening To you our minds May our minds continue to stay centered On the things of spirit and goodness And may we not be tempted to stray from love And as we begin this week We open to receive you We ask that you enter where you already abide. May our minds and hearts be pure and true, and may we not deviate. May we see the love and innocence in all mankind behind the masks we all wear and the illusions of this worldly plane. Most High, we surrender to you our doings this evening. We ask only that they serve you in the healing of the world. May we bring your love and goodness with us to give unto others wherever we go and make us the people that you would have us be. Direct our footsteps and show us what you would have us do. Make the world a safer and more beautiful place. Bless all your creatures and heal us all and use us, dear Lord, that we might know the joy of being used by you. We thank you once again. We are grateful. Namaste. Shalom. assalamu alaikum One love, peace, and blessings, and God bless to you. Thank you.